It's Thursday, November 30, 2017. In this part of America, there's still hope they'll get the shot they need to revive an industry they're not willing to give up on just yet. Trump's EPA holds climate hearings in coal country. Winter heat wave hits Greenland and breaks records in the U.S. West. New federal contracting scandal exposed in Puerto Rico's very slow recovery. Plus, good news for breathers in Wisconsin and Missouri. Hey, I bet there's a lot of them. All of that good news and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. It was wrong for the last administration to declare a war on coal. It was a real war, and the president said the war is over. Who won the war on coal? Was it Christmas? (laughs) (laughs) I know it wasn't you or me. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, winter may be setting in, but we are still seeing heat waves. Across the U.S. and across the world. Yes, indeed we are. A rare November heat wave hit icy Greenland this week, bringing rain in winter and boosting temperatures as much as 36 degrees Fahrenheit above normal. Mm. And in the western U.S., Denver hit 81 degrees, breaking its all-time November record that was set just last year. 81 degrees in Denver in November? Yeah. Not good. In West Virginia, the Trump administration's EPA held its only public hearing over its repeal of the Obama-era Clean Power Plan, which is intended to limit the carbon emissions from power plants that cause dangerous global warming. This will force many of these coal-fired power plants to close. Many more will close, which would destroy the jobs and the family livelihoods for thousands of coal mining families. That was coal baron Robert Murray of Murray Energy, the nation's largest coal mining company. The coal industry opposes the plan, even though industry analysts say coal's global decline is due to cheaper natural gas and renewables, not regulation. On the broadcast, environmental journalist Emily Atkin of the New Republic, who attended the hearing in West Virginia, noted that the Trump EPA's devotion to propping up the coal industry ignores the millions of Americans who suffer from coal's pollution communities that live near producing plants, which often are disproportionately low-income and minority communities, those aren't based in West Virginia. And I would argue that they're just as impacted by the clean power plan as a coal miner. And yet the EPA doesn't have any scheduled public hearings in any of those areas. No, they don't. That was uh, Emily Atkin responding to my question about why they decided to have this hearing in Charleston, West Virginia, and nowhere else. And And she said it was because Pruitt wanted to have these hearings uh, in a place where the clean power plan had the greatest impact, but... It impacts everyone all over the country. In Puerto Rico, the Associated Press has uncovered yet another contracting scandal in the botched federal emergency response to Hurricane Maria. AP reports that FEMA has canceled a $30 million contract that it awarded to a tiny one-month-old Florida company to provide emergency tarps and supplies. But it took four weeks for FEMA to discover that the company failed to deliver anything. More than two months after Hurricane Maria, more than a million Puerto Ricans are still without electricity or clean water. 
Meanwhile, independent Senator Bernie Sanders of Vermont has introduced a bill in the Senate to provide more than $140 billion in funding to repair Puerto Rico's and the U.S. Virgin Islands electric grids and crucial infrastructure. Good luck with that, Bernie. It's focused on sustainability, clean energy, and energy efficiency. But as you mentioned, passage seems unlikely with Senate Republicans focused on their $1.5 trillion tax cut bill for the wealthy and corporations. Priorities. Senate Democrats don't have enough votes to stop a sneaky provision in the tax bill that opens up the pristine Alaska National Wildlife Refuge to oil drilling. Meanwhile, the Trump Interior Department this week quietly issued new drilling permits allowing foreign oil company Eni to drill just off of Alaska's coast starting as early as next month. But some good news for breathers. In Wisconsin, electric utility company We Energy announced it will permanently close its coal-fired power plant in Pleasant Prairie in 2018 and will move to cheaper, cleaner natural gas and solar. The company says the shift will lower prices for consumers and reduce its water use and air pollution. I don't get it. I thought the war on coal was over. And you'll like this one in Missouri, your home state and also the home state of the nation's two largest coal companies. St. Louis Electric Utility Amarin has announced it will build a massive wind farm by 2020. And utility company Empire in southern Missouri announced it will also build its own equally massive wind farm, but it's going even further, saying it's going to retire its non-competitive coal-fired power plant in 2019 more than 10 years ahead of schedule. Nice. Finally, something to be proud of out of Missouri for a change. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Meet me in St. Louis, Louis. The fair. Don't tell me the lights are shining. And-